Speaking the truth to the state capitol, this is Drive Time Lincoln with the commander, Jack Riggins, on the voice of Lincoln, 1499.3 KLIN. All right, here we go, here we go. It is a whatever Wednesday. I'm excited about this one. Uh, this is... Uh, well, let's just be honest, Lincoln. This is your time, Lincoln Lancaster County. This is your time to call in and tell me what's on your mind. And, you know, good, bad, ugly, I don't care. Um, it is 5.07. Weather's great again. I love that. Um, didn't get out to uh, hit the little white ball. Maybe tomorrow. Uh, busy running around. A uh, lot going on. A lot of interesting things. Um, some, ooh, I don't know. Oh, boy. Whatever Wednesday. Good. We're calling already. The Rick Stein Recognition Hotline, 402-479-1400. Text in. Uh, I usually always get to all the texts. Um, I enjoy doing it, you know, when I can. I'm not very good at watching all the monitors plus texting and talking at the same time. Uh, But just a quick uh, scan of news locally and some things. Um, Listening to the station, folks are... Folks are a little bit upset about Jordan Larson talking sports, former Husker volleyball great, going to coach at Texas. Um, Listen, I'm around a lot of coaches. Uh, I help them out. Uh, They help me out. Uh, Coaching's coaching. you got to get your start somewhere. Uh, I'm pretty positive Jordan Larson isn't giving up on Nebraska. She's got a great opportunity at Texas, a great program. And and let's be real, folks. Uh, She's just coming off plane. So uh, to get your start at Texas... Awesome. Get your start in Nebraska? Great. We'd like that even more. But uh, I know the volleyball program's in good hands. So uh, we're hoping to get John Cook on uh, when he returns from a good break. Uh, Programming note a little bit. There will be uh, no DTL uh, Thursday and Friday due to uh, Husker women's basketball and men's basketball. But we must have hit a chord. No, we're reaching out to folks. You know that if you're a political candidate or... You are an incumbent in office uh, at state level, federal level, or here in Lincoln, Lancaster County. You're always welcome to come on the show. Uh, I love for the people to be able to, uh, you know, hear your independent takes on things, to get to know you. That's what this show's about. Um, so, you know, I've been talking about the county commissioners, the board of commissioners. Uh, Deb Shore is going to come in on Monday, and I'm excited about that. She hasn't been on the show before with me, the commander. Tuesday, uh, Matt Schulte, who has been on the show, um, who I believe is running for county commissioner, will be on. And I think he's running uh, for that same district. So we're going to kind of get two of the candidates, well, one incumbent and a candidate back-to-back. And then Thursday, I'm excited, and I know we're going to talk masking here in just a second, (laughs) but... I'm excited because there's been a lot of traction, a lot of information that I've been getting with parents that are frustrated with some of the books, some of the teachings in LPS. And, you know, it is difficult to run down as a radio slash news organization individual stories that affect uh, children and their parents and, you know, what comes of them. But we finally have someone that's willing to come on and tell their story about some of the readings that they have a problem with in LPS. And so I'm looking forward to that because I think, one, it's important that people that are affected by this are able to tell all of us you know, what, what they found, what happened. 
And of course, uh, to folks at LPS, uh, knowing that that's coming, if you're listening to the show, feel free to come on, you know, following, you know, maybe in two weeks and, and explain what's going on because there's certainly been an upswell of parents, I'll just say since I've been on the radar, that um, are upset about some of the uh, teachings or the way things are being taught. We certainly understand and know, or we should know, about the battle here on uh, sex education standards here in our state, as well as uh, things like critical race theory. Um, So that's what's kind of coming up on the show next week. All right, whatever Wednesday, let's get to it. Let's go to Dan on line one. Hi there, Commander. Happy New Year. Thank you. Happy New Year. Hey, Commander. Um, today on, uh, I, I'm a long-time listener of uh, 1400, and uh, today in the morning show... Okay, hold on, Dan. Yeah. Hold on. Hold on. Yeah. Hold on, Dan. Sure. Because you're going to trump, and the, the listeners are going to think I have no clue of these items. Let me say this first. <laughs> I am very well aware, and I have tweeted already... When the mayor insinuated a little bit, leaned a little bit on the morning show here uh, with Jack and friends that the mass mandate may be coming back. That's one. I'm aware of that. I've tweeted about it. I'll talk about it more. Two, I'm also aware that the citizens of Lincoln have already mobilized and were peacefully protesting down at the health department this afternoon. So with that, Dan, now you can have the floor. Thank you, Commander. Yeah, I, w- I was able to go to that protest today, and it was great. It was uh, a lot of families, a lot of uh, parents concerned about, um, you know, the mass effect on their kids. It was very interesting. Calls for Lopez to resign. Uh, lots of uh, honking from the street. It was very, very interesting, very fun. And tomorrow at 1 o'clock, there's another protest at 3131. Oh, street at the health department. So I'd encourage everybody to go and enjoy the good weather. And you know that in Omaha, there was also a, a big protest that got a uh, big play on uh, that uh, large radio station in Omaha. Yeah, so I'm that's, to hear that station. Take on that yep. station. All right. It used to be a, a Cornhusker station, so they're not <laughs> they're not totally bad. Well, but, uh, and then did you hear on the radio today uh, on another station? Dan Von Gino went after Megan Hunt. It was very, very interesting. And, uh, oh, I'll have to find really that out. really exciting to, to listen to and very funny. He oh. was not having her uh, demeaning attitude. So there's a lot of interesting things going on uh, this week, and I hope that the mayor and Pat Lopez don't do a big mistake and try to bring back the mask mandate that doesn't work. Right. I mean, all of Europe has proved that over this whole... Um, pandemic that the mass mandates don't work yeah we don't have any uh we don't have any u.s data but we have european data that shows that so i don't know why they don't they they always say look at the data and and the mayor is referring to old data that is that 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 is uh flawed and 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 not even up to date so i got you dan appreciate the call not trying to cut you off let me get up here and comment so dan's got two things that i wasn't aware of um Certainly, I think all Lincolnites in Lancaster County have had to think about the possibility that that would come back, given the, uh, well, I'll just call it the hyper-partisan nature of uh, the health director and the mayor and some of the policies around masking. And I'm glad to see the people responded quickly. And I totally support uh, as many people as can break away 
to go there and peacefully organize and protest. Uh, because there is nothing shown, both in data, both in our recent experience, nor uh, common sense that says it works. So it leans towards a political ploy, especially when you ask detailed questions about it, as this station has, and you're met with, you know, you're a conspiracy theorist, or uh, you cut and paste something and ask a yes or no question, and then they cut and paste the same thing you did and give it back to you. That just leads to bad leadership, uh, bad uh, executive authority, if you will, in the case of Pat Lopez. So the thing we need to understand on that, right, and uh, I reached out to Sandhills Global today, and I believe that they are going to come on the show, their representative, to talk about the report that they did, which was very similar but much better in graphic form and explaining it in paper than the multiple reports I did throughout our last mask siege, (laughs) to bring back a word. And... And they sent it to the governor and the mayor and the health director. And I went through some of that on the show. But, you know, you have one of the major parties writing about it. You have businesses chiming in. Uh, These are important dynamics. And so, again, if it were to go into effect, the justification, it would almost be completely comical. uh, Given that we really are a recent test case for it. And, you know, the rationale was, well, we don't need the mask because everybody's vaccinated. Now, that was a new justification. I'm not going to go into it. Had nothing to do with the other numbers that they were justifying the mask. So what the justification would be, I don't know. Uh, But it's certainly possible. Now, I will say this about Omaha. Wow. When that health director, I believe it was yesterday, decided to talk and say, we're going to do a mask mandate. Well, I'm proud of Omaha. While they stood up quick, I'm talking radio shows, TV shows, all kinds of people said, oh, heck no, not here. And that wasn't because the governor stepped in and the AG immediately as well. Uh, But she has no legal authority to do that. And I'll tell you what, there's a petition going around uh, to get her removed quickly. And even though I don't live in Omaha, I signed it to support my friends in Omaha because that health director absolutely knows because she tried to do this before and the governor and the ag and the uh, state health said you know you don't have that legal authority Uh, so she knew better so you got to ask yourself what's going on second sorry didn't see the dan bongino thing big fan uh love the way he presents uh we think similarly uh, I look forward to seeing what he had to say about Megan Hunt and some of these things. So really interesting stuff going on. But uh, let's hope that the mayor isn't leaning that way and Pat Lopez. Uh, but it wouldn't surprise me. In the end of the day, I'm going to continue to advocate to all Lincoln and Lancaster County folks uh, to exercise uh, your freedoms and do what you feel will make you safe and be smart about it and be peaceful. That's it. Get out there. Get out there tomorrow and peacefully protest at uh, 3131 O Street. No doubt about it. All right, let's go to Richard on line two. Thank you, Commander. Well, just briefly, I'll just comment on the mask thing. Centers for Disease Control today said that they concede that masks 
may not be effective, and they're going to reissue some mass guidelines. So it'll be interesting to see what they come up with. Yeah, isn't that interesting after all this time? Yeah. Now, uh, my concern today on whatever Wednesday is that the state has a bunch of money which uh, is coming to us as COVID relief funds, and the so-called Star Wars Committee of the state legislature is recommending that we build this humongous lake somewhere between Lincoln and Omaha. I uh, looked at the state map. We have lakes all over the state of Nebraska. That's something we don't need any more of is any more lakes. What we need is we need a good mountain. So I'm going to suggest that if they want to fritter away that money, what they do is they build about a 5,000-foot mountain, make it very, very uh, skier-friendly, and then we can promote Nebraska as a destination for skiers to come. Richard, um, great call as always. Thank you for calling in. Um, And a little bit of humor, but maybe not completely. Uh, Number one, I kind of thought when I saw the Star Wars suggestion about the lake between Omaha and Lincoln somewhere around Ashland that Richard might talk about the railway needing to go over that and I was wondering if we needed a channel underneath of it if we get it built um, certainly Richard's passionate about uh, the busing and potentially high speed rail and some of the studies and, and I support him in that I priority wise I don't think that we're there yet uh, Richard, my understanding uh, is that we are getting somewhere around $545 million. I could be wrong uh, statewide. I, I could be completely off on that. I need to go check my facts, and I'm not going to be able to do it till I go home. Uh, but we're getting a lot of COVID relief money in this state. To me, the lake part of it is not that big a deal. I'm going to agree with you. We have lots of lakes. And I certainly don't think we need a mountain here. Uh, But the part that I do think is wise and where they're trying to go is it's not so much the lake as it is building the canals to ensure the water rights uh, from, I'll call it the pact with Colorado, I believe it was in 1923, and making sure that our water rights uh, that flow from the Rockies through Colorado to Nebraska, one are in place for the foreseeable future. Two, um, as that canal system is built, I believe the lake is kind of the end state of that, meaning storage and the ability to off-ramp water um, throughout not only the canal system, but um, that lake um, for future use, if you will. So my understanding is it's a broader plan, uh, but certainly the lake... And the suggestion of it uh, is eye-catching, no doubt about it. Um, And I don't think we really need a mountain, that's for sure. But uh, good call. I think it's, uh, you know, water's an interesting thing. I mean, being able to feed people and farm, uh, I guess water, the one you look at it, is something we take for granted. But uh, thinking that through from a growth mindset of a state or our needs in farming and agriculture, uh, is smart. And if we have extra money and we can start putting it towards things like that, I think it's good for Nebraskans in the long run. Let's go to Steve on line three. Commander, I wanted to talk about your time in the military. I 
And you have medical training as a Navy SEAL, right? I do, yes. I'll call it combat uh, medical training. Yeah, emergency. Which probably makes you qualified to chime in on masks. But <laughs> there's an old saying, how do you know when a Navy SEAL is choking? <laughs> he's not talking? He stops telling everybody he's a Navy SEAL. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Good one. Good one. If, if I've never been in the military, but it's my understanding they, they make you do that training and they make you wear body armor. Yes. I think I need to sign a petition, even though I'm not in the military and never been in the military, uh, to get the, the head of the Navy out of there for making you wear body armor. Because I think it's silly that you guys were required to wear that protective gear. It's up to you to decide what you want to do. So how could I sign that petition? Well, I guess you, you just start it. As a free citizen, you can start any petition to do that. All right. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go do that, even though I have no knowledge of the military. Um, I assume you're upset that uh, I don't believe in wearing masks. I don't think upset is the right word. I just think that, uh, I think that everybody has a knowledge base, and people should stick to the lane that they have their knowledge base in. And, and if we're going to talk about good politics, then we need to recognize that that means that a citizen of Lincoln doesn't go to Omaha and talk at city council and and someone in another country doesn't get to make decisions over here for us because we have a we have a voter base that can speak. I think we need to stick to local things. Well, okay. I mean, we're talking the local mask mandate here. I've been very clear that I don't support a mask mandate, and I don't support it uh, on the fact of uh, the government or an entity mandating something uh, to me that is not proven to do anything the government is telling me it's going to do. And that's why I think that the military should stop making their troops wear body armor, because it doesn't work all the time. There's ample cases of people who are wearing body armor and were severely injured or killed. Yeah, that's very true. I mean, you can wear all the protective gear you want, and you can still get blown up. Uh, absol- so why wear absolutely. protective gear at all, then? I think is the statement. Well, I think the difference, and maybe you're missing some of the uh, justifications that I put out there, is that uh, as a free citizen, I, I'm not in the military, and I haven't taken an oath uh, to obey orders. Now, do I have to obey the law as a free citizen? Yeah, I'm supposed to, because the police and the uh, judicial branch of our government can impose those laws. And so in some way, I've made a social contract to do that, and most of us do that. Uh, But when you start talking about health mandates and forcing people to wear masks, uh, to me, that's an infringement on your personal freedoms. Appreciate the call, Steve. Stay on the line. I'll keep you on the line. I got to get to a commercial break. 1499.3. You're getting the 411 from DTL with Commander Jack Riggins on 1499.3 KLIN. All right, we're back uh, on a Whatever Wednesday, Rick Stein Recognition Hotline, 402-479-1400. Steve, if you're still listening, good call. Um, Had to get to commercial break. You're welcome to call back, and we'll put you up on the priority order. Uh, Understand where you're going there. Uh, Again, I think there's differences. I think folks are not understanding uh, when I'm talking about uh, freedoms and rights and, and the fact that as an American citizen, number one, whether I'm on the news or I'm a Navy SEAL or I'm, you know, a banker, uh, I can have my opinion. I mean, that's America. And I also, uh, by constitutional right, uh, within the law, ha- have the freedom of choice. Uh, and 
you know, I I guess I'm I don't understand when other Americans don't understand that there's a big difference between someone as I once was that's in the United States military and has uh, sworn an oath uh, to obey the orders of those above him and uh, wearing the best gear than there is for a free citizen uh, wearing a mask, so to speak, uh, based on, uh, you know, evidence based or the fact that somebody wants to say it's a public health crisis and uh, there's a huge difference there. And, you know, I, that is my contention. And I think that as time goes on, uh, we are seeing a, a great many of us are coming to that conclusion, as we should as Americans. We should question everything. Uh, Chris, I'm short on time, but I will get to you after the break. It's going to be about uh, five minutes, but I will get to you. So stay on the line, Chris. It is a whatever Wednesday. And masks just don't seem to ever want to go away. This COVID thing doesn't want to go away. I want to move on from it. 1,499.3 KLIN, Drive Time, Lincoln. Drive Time, Lincoln. Commander Jack Riggins on the voice of Lincoln. 1,499.3 KLIN. Drive Time Lincoln, we are back. Uh, Jack is a little busy at the moment. We have a caller calling in and sure. keeping his attention. And now here's Jack Riggins. All right, we're back. Uh, had a call off offline there that I thought was great. Uh, certainly, it's just an interesting topic. Uh, Steve brought it up with regard to uh, masks and wanting me to, quote-unquote, stay in my lane. Uh, and, you know, trying to uh, compare, you know, the military uh, having people wear body armor. Uh, to help them, and uh, there's many Lincolnites uh, and Lancaster County folks not happy with that. Maybe he wasn't happy with the fact I signed the petition against the Omaha one. Uh, but I think anytime there's an opportunity, uh, express yourself. Like I've said, uh, this this is America. It's okay to question things. Do it peacefully in protest. I'm blessed and lucky enough to have a platform um, for as long as they want to keep me. Uh, to express uh, my thoughts on news and to go through some news stories and to provide guests and opinions on it. And uh, as long as masks are a topic that our health director and mayor want to support and bring back, you're going to get people like me who are going to question it, who are going to provide my opinion, and you're going to have many other people. And you're going to have people that support it. That's just the way it is. Uh, So, you know... I guess if we bring back the mask mandate, then we'll bring back the mask siege uh, and start over on a new day. I just want to add to that that, of course, I'm enjoying my freedoms of not having to wear a face mask wherever I go right now. But I am fully prepared for the mass siege to come back. I'm fully prepared to go by Detainee 722 again if I have to. I'm just hoping that won't be the case. Yeah, my guess would be maybe we'll get more callers, and uh, if if you concur, we'll give you a detainee number as well. Uh, but anyway, moving on. Happy to talk about it. Again, it is Whatever Wednesday. Rex, uh, Rick Stein Recognition Hotline 402-479-1400 is open. Text line is open. Uh, came to a good solution thinking about what Richard said. I have to give some credit to the text line here. Richard, I believe if we were to build that lake somewhere around Ashland, they were talking about it being 35 to 40 feet deep. I don't think we can get 5,000 feet of earth, but I'll bet we could dig that a little deeper, and we might be able to get 1,000 foot 
and build a ski slope right there as well. So we had a recreation park that's both water and, uh, you know, water vehicles, beaches. And in the winter, we have a slope that's of significant size, not like that thing that used to be in Council Bluffs, or maybe it's still there. And there you go. I would meet halfway on that one. So let's call it Build the Mini Mountain with the Star Wars uh, program. One of the things, and and again, let me go over the guests next week because we're not going to have a show tomorrow or Friday. Uh, Deb Shore, representing District 3 uh, of the Board of Commissioners, will be in. Uh, she's an incumbent and uh, going to talk some issues. You know, uh, I'm going to ask some questions about uh, Mark Zuckerberg and, uh, you know, funds that they received for the last election. Um, also going to give her her platform to tell us what's going on and things like that. Uh, one of her competitors in the upcoming uh, primary, Matt Schulte, will be on Tuesday. Uh, Thursday, we're going to have a concerned parent from LPS kind of come in and explain her cases. Uh, dealing with certain books and things that are there. I, I think this topic of education is just going to continue on with the sex ed standards as well as CRT and other things. Listen, I, I think teachers, I think the world of teachers, and they're very important to our society. Now, having said that, it is impossible to, quote-unquote, police say the way teachers teach and what within the curriculum they do. So there's things we can look at as the public, which is the hardcore curriculum, and see that. But the transmission, we're going to probably hear from our kids. Uh, We hope our principals and educators, you know, police that. But I do think we're in a state in America, and certainly here in Lincoln, where teachers take a lot of liberties with uh, LGBTQ subjects, with race subjects, with subjects about the Constitution of the United States. And I'm not so sure that they should really do that. Uh, But it's hard to police. And I think that just trying to get a handle on it is difficult. So we'll have a parent come in and tell her story. And again, LPS is always welcome. And, And tell some of their stories. But... Uh, interesting enough, you know, Lincoln is the biggest small town, and y- you hear all kind of whispers. And, you know, I don't – listen, it, politically, there is a move afoot here that is trying to bring in left and right coast people uh, to run the city. Now, that doesn't mean they're bad people. It just means that – There is a movement, whether it be an LPS and their selected group to go find school administrators, uh, that may not fit uh, exactly uh, the demographic and what we want here in Lincoln, Nebraska, as as citizens. Um, I think we made a good hire with the police chief. Uh, But nonetheless, the sentiment that answers come from the coast, I think, is a very wrong sentiment for Nebraskans and Lincoln and Lancaster County. We have so much talent and so many folks that are wonderful at what they do. And we've done really, really well by promoting within. And if talented people come from the outside, there's nothing wrong with that. Uh, But we have to be careful um, that these aren't uh, politically driven decisions that affect us all for a very long time. Let's go to Sue on line one. 
Hi. Um, I want to tell you how much I love your program. I love learning about the military and what really goes on. But Thanks, here's Sue. my suggestion. And I honestly am going to vote for more veterans in um, uh, state government and in uh, uh, federal government and I want them to shrink, but here's my deal. Christy Nome is the governor of South Dakota. Yes. I have lived in South Dakota. South Dakota has about what we do or less, and I think there should be no property taxes. She just does 4.5% sales tax, period. And I also think since Lincoln has all this money, because I've had this beef forever, um, I sent my child to a private school, plus I had to pay the taxes on LPS. The private school was superior in what it taught. It taught the truth. And I think that we ought to be giving grants out to see if we can do pods and homeschools and give out vouchers. But I do think we ought to get rid of property taxes. South Dakota is growing in leaps and bounds. They just, they had a 5% surplus yeah. in their government last year. Now they have 15%. And she lets her people be free. Yeah. You uh, know, and the property taxes are too high. And if you look at it, it's sad. This city gets 5%. I mean, they get like 50 bucks a month, and LPS gets 461. I mean, I, I don't know. Those are old numbers. Right. But this is a bunch of baloney. You know, you can teach kids and teach them the truth. And I think there should be cameras in, in the rooms, on the schools, if they're going to do it. And the teachers are double-dipping. They're retiring at, at 55. Then they're going back as subs, being hired really high at high yeah. pay appreciate, without benefit. Yeah, I appreciate the sentiment and the, the call, Sue. Mm -hmm. uh, you bet. Thank you. Yeah, I, I think there's no doubt if you're just watching uh, some of the national stuff, our neighbor to the north, um, their governor, Christy Nome is a, is a superstar, uh, not only for her state, but maybe on the national scale. I, I can't think of anything when I see her that I disagree with, and I, I do know that um, they've had a real boom through COVID in South Dakota. Now, what's interesting that Sue brings up is uh, Bud Seinhorst talked about it yesterday, is one of the senators talking about, you know, consumption tax and it'll be debated and and uh you know we'll see where that goes uh, in our legislature uh, you know and, and essentially south dakota is doing a living that right so we'll just pay for what we buy and that'll feed our tax base and i you know it's no secret to everybody here that property taxes are high i can tell you when i was thinking about moving back i just kind of looked at it as the cost of living in nebraska uh once you're here for a while uh, you know, and you get to understand the issues, you're kind of like, hmm, like Sue was saying, right? The majority of your property taxes, uh, my understanding is go to LPS. And so, you know, what are you uh, getting out of that? So I think it's a good time. Um, 
you know, that we're looking at things like that at a state level. And uh, th- as Sue points out, there's a good example to the north, and, and they're doing good. And, you know, Chrissy Nome went on to talk about, uh, you know, how they handled COVID and, and uh, you know, what that did for their society. And it was handled uh, in a v- very different way than Lincoln and Lancaster County, I can tell you that. Interesting, too, is that, you know, when you do talk about schools, and if you're giving a good majority of your property taxes to it, much like the police, uh, again, I can only really report uh, what my kids tell me, and you, you as well. You certainly know if you go sit in a classroom, the things you are hearing from your children are not going to happen when you're sitting there. But my point is, uh, listen, if we're going to body cam up police, I don't think there's a problem with having cameras and microphones in classrooms why not it helps you uh you know do reviews it helps you provide feedback as senior educators uh to junior educators to help them improve and it also ensures back to what i was saying earlier that the curriculum is being taught with minimal personal political innuendos shading so that our children get educated and are learning not only the curriculum but learning how to think not what to think right there's a time period where we all develop what to think okay but as we're coming up through school and we know how politically charges has gone why is that a bad idea why if we're paying a vast majority of our property taxes um, say here in Lincoln to LPS, why isn't there cameras in the classrooms and teachers are mic'd up and recorded? With digital technology today, that's not a big deal. Then we know. Then we know. And I can assure you that teachers, just like officers, if they're going to go off the curriculum or an officer's going to go off a, a technique, tactic, and procedure that they need to follow... Uh, they're less apt to do it. And uh, Sue brings up a good point. You know, I never really thought about that, Sue, but, uh, you know, uh, work a lot in athletics. We film everything in athletics. Uh, a lot of the stuff is recorded. It's recorded even the voices, right, so that we can learn. Uh, in the military, we film everything so we can learn. And it is a level of accountability. And, you know... As far as I go, you know, if you're if your first responders and everybody are having a mic up and wear cameras, uh, well, the other piece of our society is our educators that are, you know, supposedly teaching curriculum, but maybe you're taking the liberty to use that time uh, to try to force uh, their own agendas on young people, and they shouldn't do that. Now, I think that's not the vast majority of educators, uh, but unfortunately. You know, some of these decisions get made, and if you're doing things right, you have nothing to worry about. Um, If you're doing things a little nefarious or wordsmithing, as I like to call it, um, maybe that would help you professionally grow. And wordsmithing happens all the time. I mean, I've giggled at the bottom end of the segment uh, with the mayor uh, this morning uh, with Jack and Friends, you know, talking about... She just has a really 
good way. It's a political thing. Uh, to wordsmith a little bit, but it's not completely factual, but it's not really a lie, but it's just trying to sway opinion. And listen, our mayor's good at it. A lot of politicians are good at it. Uh, you have to kind of really pay attention to what it is they're saying and go from there. So, <laughs> text line, I have to say it. Why? I mean, tech, I bring up the mayor. Text line says, is the mayor actually a resident of Lincoln? I mean, that is such a funny deal. Um, but in the end of the day, come on, folks. I mean, maybe the mayor has a house. You know, outside of Lincoln, I know she does. That's been very public knowledge. But, you know, she retains some kind of legal residence here. Is it a bad optic? Yeah, it's a bad optic. There's no doubt about it. I mean, it's a bad optic. But it's just the way it is. You need to take those things, those type of things we know about, and you need to think about that on Election Day. You know, that's where these things matter, and we need to go from there. On the national scale, one of the things that's interesting to me, <laughs> and, and listen, I mean, inflation's at a 40-year high. Uh, allies are feeling a little, you know, maybe scared about America's promises to them. Uh, but I, I find this deal with Russia to just be so, I mean, not dangerous, but, you know, I just think... You listen to the talks and the, and the sound bites that we give as a country on a national scale, and it's just weak. We're just in a very weakened political state of power right now. Just how I feel. Let's go to Patrick on line one. Hey, man, are you there? Yes, we're here, Patrick. Okay, that lady had a really good point, but... Here's something that's a very good positive with COVID and kids sick and ones that want to do good in school. Now they record the class and then there's a link. So at night they can review it and go back over the things and all that. So if uh, teachers balk at it, it can say, hey, we're doing this so the kids also can go back and re-listen to the class. Or if they're sick and miss the class, they can go back in and listen to the whole thing. That's so. great. That's a great point because a lot. Yes, I mean, what professional speaking or anything does anybody do where it's not taped and people say, "Hey, can I have access to it?" You know, I want to go back over my notes, um, and so it serves another purpose, which is part of the educational process as well. Patrick, G- good point there. Yeah, I I think it's a good one. I w- hope there's somebody out there that can take the balls, uh, you know, and run with it, because I think that's great, and I think a lot of people would be, stand behind that one. And there's, what are you going to say? Oh, we don't want kids to be able to go there at night and go back over it, or people that are sick? Nah, it's a great talking point to stonewall teachers if they don't want to do that. Yeah, I appreciate the call, Patrick. Um, yeah, that's yeah. I can think of a lot of things. I mean, I can think about uh, being able to, you know, review teachers' performance. Uh, it's just you know one wide, you know, wide angle camera in the corner of the classroom, and then you know a mic hooked up, and off you go. With digital today, you're just recording twenty four seven, and you know you have an administrative person log it or an IT guy, and uh, you've got reviews for the teachers themselves. You've got accountability to what's being said. And then you've got uh, an educational platform for the kids to go back and review. Uh, Boy, that seems like a big win to me. 
1499.3 Drive Time Lincoln KLIN. You're getting the 411 from DTL with Commander Jack Riggins on 1499.3 KLIN. All right, this is the end of whatever Wednesday. There'll be no show tomorrow or Friday, trumped by Husker men's basketball and women's basketball. Um, I'm going to talk to the general manager and see if I can get a contract extension like Fred Hoiberg did <laughs> secretly. Uh, interesting. Next week we have uh, lots of guests. Uh, County Commissioner Deb Shore will be in. Uh, Matt Schulte running for county commission. Uh, we're going to have uh, uh, Concerned Parenting on Thursday, talk about some of the LPS uh, books and, and curriculum, tell her story, and hopefully uh, I'll get somebody in here from Sand Hills Global who is uh, – in December, uh, provided uh, some great analysis on masks. Listen, folks, I, I hope it doesn't happen. Uh, I have my reasons. Uh, we all can have our reasons. Uh, there's no reason if you feel a mask uh, helps protect you that you shouldn't wear it. I don't know anybody that thinks like me that says anything to you about it. Um, but I will say this. Listen, uh, we are, uh, we're better off than we were a couple of years ago with this COVID deal. If you feel a vaccine is right for you, uh, then get a vaccine. Um, if you don't, I think that's okay. It's a risk assessment, and it's similar with masks. I, I don't. I don't personally believe the masks are effective. Um, I'm certainly not going to let somebody in government tell me I have to wear one uh, without any good reason that shows me uh, why it helps everyone. And it's nice because uh, we've got uh, treatments now and uh, pills coming online and antibodies that are helping folks so i think there's a lot of reason to have hope and i don't want to go back to this but i will if required i will because i'm not going to stand by and let hyperpartisanship or political games um, mess around with our lives here in lincoln and lancaster county appreciate the audience a lot of good calls today i will see you next week lincoln 1400 klin and 99.3